There is no phone ringing, damn it! What the hell are you talking about? You know what the hell she's talking about? Now, what in hell am I going to tell this boy Shaver's parents? That a substitute nurse assassinated him because she couldn't tell the doctors from the patients on the floor? My God! Okay. You let a woman beat ya. You little tiny nothing. Why did you move closer to me? Closer to Don't, you. Bob. Uh-uh. His name was Jeremiah Johnson. Norma Ray has been working since she was 16. And Jeff Goldblum is the psycho freak who's everywhere the action is. That's outrageous! You try one more goddamn stunt and I'll light up the fucking sky! I'd rather die running than be left here alone. Okay, but remember, serpentine! Absolutely. What a guy. You can fuck the lilies and the roses too. A decade under the influence. No rules, no limits. No wonder these filmmakers changed our world. So you've never seen it, Halloween store. You've never seen it, but you know the theme song. How can that be? Oh yeah, how can be? It's just as shocking. Well, you know, if you've ever been to a spirit Halloween store, you'd know exactly how it could be, or have lived in America in the last like thirty years. I mean, America, America. We honor things like murder and murderers. Well, uh, I gotta say, I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm not, not a fan of murder movies. The horror movies in general, slasher movies in particular. Yep. Uh, we're watching Halloween. We have a unique perspective of watching it with uh, two Halloween virgins. <laughs> That's you two. That's us. Haven't seen it, so it's neat. We will get that perspective here for our listeners and for myself. Fresh um, we have talked about this movie before. Oh, yeah. And we've talked yeah. about the slasher genre before in our Women in Peril episode where we watched uh, Siskel and Ebert go crazy from having to watch, being, being forced, as their profession uh, dictates, to watch all of the movies that copycatted this movie. Right. This was the big one. There were other, like people wielding knife movies, but, like, the slasher thing was springboarded off of this one. And they both loved this movie. Right. And it's interesting because it still is a slasher movie, and there still are some, like, tropes that are in here. They deny doing it on purpose, and I don't even think that they did, but they still, you know, maybe some of it was conditioning. And, and like, I don't like a lot of horror movies either, but I love this movie, uh... And we've talked about this with other movies because, like, you have a lot of people that do like horror movies, and I like to have, like, four, five, six in my pocket that I can watch. And be like, okay. What would you say? I'll watch The Exorcist. I'll watch Halloween. Siskel and Ebert say that this movie doesn't hate women. But when I think about this movie, I think about the wonderful things with Jamie Lee Curtis's character and being a kick-ass babysitter, and I don't think about a lot of, like, the slasher stuff. I'd never really, that's not what gets me about. So, like, even the horror epic. But I think it's well made. I think it's it's trying to scare you, and that's fine. Yeah. But what were you going to ask? I'm sorry. I was just going to say, like, what is it, do you think, about it is about this movie that makes it interesting, makes it fun to watch, like, makes it something that's interesting and not just, like, a boring, like, oh, we're gonna 
rip apart some young girl or whatever. (laughs) Well, it's, you know, he, they, they take it seriously and I love movies that take it seriously. It has Donald Pleasance who we'll get to is in a bunch of movies that we've seen and in some movies that we will see. And John Carpenter is a, a well, you know, a good filmmaker. And this is our third John Carpenter movie. That What's we the... that we have reviewed. We watched Dark Star and we did Assault on Precinct thirteen. That's this right. This is the third and final seventies uh, John Carpenter movie that we're gonna watch and review. And I'm drawn to it because I don't feel that it has a strong female lead, and that was something that I think little me, who watched this on television, uh, needed to see and saw, and really enjoyed and was drawn to. So is this, is this the one that is like from the point of view of the person being chased? Yes. Okay. What does that mean? Your empathy like lies, how it's lies shot. with them. It's not shot where it's like, where I'm a murderer coming killer. after you. Kind of. I mean, there's some stuff where it's like, you see on the, 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 the save menu or whatever, you can see he's wearing, and the big thing that everyone will say, and we don't even need to go too much into is that was a William Shatner mask that he's wearing. That's a famous <laughs> thing. Is that he, they changed it a little bit to take some of the William Shatnerness away from it so that they, <laughs> maybe they wouldn't get sued, but it's famous that he's wearing a William Shatner mask. I mean, we'll get to a lot of the things that I also that I like about it in some of the notes that I've taken and some of like, one of them is John Carpenter's story about being a child and seeing a movie and what he was drawn to. And I can see the little four-year-old kid, like... And it's interesting that he was a four-year-old boy, that he was scared by a movie and left the theater. He was on his way, running out of the theater, and then stopped and realized that it was fake and that he was safe in the movie theater and then sat back down. And then also realized that that's what he wanted to do with his life, is that he wanted to do shit like that. (laughs) And I think that that's uh, really cool. So, yeah, you have it from the point of view sometimes where they'll put a mask in front of it and you'll see the two eye holes and you can hear him breathing. But it's like, it's not the whole movie. It's mostly, you know, characters driving the story. And that's why John Carpenter hates all of the slasher movies that come after that. They're not character driven. He thinks that they're shitty. They're not well made. And like, you know, he was kind of disgusted by it. There was another line in the long commentary I listened to where he was like, I'm flattered that they were trying to rip me off or whatever, but (laughs) they did a bad job. job. (laughs) Yeah, they did a bad job. And, you know, it was very, we were all empathetic for what Siskel and Ebert had to go through. Oh, yeah. With watching all these movies and how disgusted they were by it. Such a slog. I can't imagine. Launched some really shitty movies. He said Friday the 13th was definitely riding the coattails of this and ripping this and we should just start it because you know yeah and I, I mean i think part of why i don't normally like slasher movies is because usually the the people that they hate and like seem to be celebrating killing tend to be people that i relate to or you sure know, might be someone i a, like or yeah. might be me like <laughs> Um, I'm going to fire us into this. There's and not a lot of gore in this. Yeah, you can fire and we can just keep talking, yeah. Uh, th- this is a blue. This is the 35th anniversary Blu-ray edition. I took my notes and have a lot of information about my special edition Laserdisc, so you'll hear me talking a lot about that <laughs> lovingly. But um, I'm, 
I have not seen this. So I have not seen a really good Blu-ray version. So, so here we go. We're, we're at title screen, and we're on play. And get, get ready, folks. Three, two, one, press play. Uh, the commentary in the Laserdisc uh, says, Welcome to Criterion's special Laserdisc edition of Halloween. On this audio track, you will hear commentary by director John Carpenter, producer Deborah Hill, and actress Jamie Lee Curtis, all recorded in Los Angeles during the summer of 1994. Donald Pleasance, uh, we saw him in THX 1138. Oh, that's right. If you do recall... I didn't. I'll get to some other movies. Deborah Hill is a producer and co-writer on this. He also uh, worked on Escape from New York, Assault on Precinct 13. I like it when you have like a, a and cool... She's great. She's a co-writer on this. and she's, she's a neat person and her commentary is amazing. And she has a lot to say about her hatred of the tropes of the slasher movies, but she's proud to have worked on this movie. I really like it when directors create, like, a team that they work with a lot and, like, yeah. hold those same people along and you get to see their vision. might be too loud. Uh, well, you've got the subtitles on, right? I do. I have subtitles on. Yeah, and then she gets screamed by once. Well, we loud. gotta just get... you know, you got to get that on the audio, the intro music. Oh, I see what you're doing. I see what you did there. Now you're seeing my director's vision as a podcast host. And <laughs> I mean, I suppose I could just lay it underneath, too. But that's after This is Jamie Lee Curtis's um, the first movie. She, um, oh, I didn't know that. Her mother was in another famous kind of slasher movie. Um, oh, who, who's, who the hell's her mother? Janet Lee, And she was in uh, Psycho, that famous shower scene, which was the first ever to, you know show uh, a scene like oh. that that was like that graphic. I didn't realize that was her mom. Scared the shit and uh, her father was Tony Curtis who uh, is in drag and some like it hot. Love that movie. Oh. You know and a lot of this like had not ever been done especially some of the shots and style had never been done. The tech the panaglide, the film students you know, stuff that film students need to jack off to and then film students need to jack off like anyone else so <laughs> i get it but when i get a lot of tech commentaries funny in the lord of the rings um special editions there's four different commentaries and it's like actors directors the other people or maybe a mixture of, of both of those and then the fourth one is just tech and it's like you don't you don't want to listen to that unless you're a film student i think we watched all of those it's funny because it's like we use the fucking panaglide yeah. wide lens Loomis vision, tree shot, you know, whatever. It's just funny. Is what did she say? Uh, at the beginning of her commentary, Jamie Lee Curtis says, uh, "We, as we see the guy leave, she says, yeah, they go upstairs, and then when he comes down, she's like, what a pig. Fastest sex she's ever seen in the history of movies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, no, they talked about one of the tech things I kind of like, God, this music right here, we do a lot, and John Carpenter does all <laughs> his own the music for everything, <laughs> and he insists on Final Cut, and, um, 
you know, he did the music for Dark Star and Assault on Precinct 13 and this, but that little doo-doo-doo sounds like um, the Brady Bunch with the Tiki mm. Idol. Oh, God. And they have that, like, Tiki <laughs> Idol, and then Greg falls surfing. It's like doo-doo-doo. <laughs> they didn't have a lot of money, and they were saying that, like, Jamie Lee Curtis is talking about, like, the actor and how, like, in a scene there's, like, all these crew guys holding lights because they didn't have enough lights, so they would move with the scene from scene to scene with the lights. <laughs> That's funny. Because they didn't have enough uh, for lights. Which is why you get the, the light sheen off the... It's funny because they said they had to, like, redo this house because they shot this at the end, and we'll see the house, it, can, it, it, it uh, changes time. You know, because he comes back and he gets out of the asylum. And the stuff you're going to see in the beginning here, in the beginning of the film, is the goriest of all the scenes you're going to see in the movie. The goriest stuff is here. Oh, yeah, it's he's not, done. It's not even that bad. Yeah, it's just funny. And she's leaving. Talk, she's trying to talk about the movie, and she's just like, fucking pig. Jamie Lee Curtis is great in here, and this is her first movie. I think she was like... 18, I get to get to her age. She's born 1958. And the other two leads, um, the one woman is PJ Souls, who was in uh, Rock and Roll High School and some other movies we've watched on a lot of TV. They're quite older than her. I mean, they're like nine years older, but they're all playing like three teen Is this, this is 76 then? No, this is um, 79. 78, sorry. So this, hold up, this is from the point of view of the killer. Yeah, yeah. this, not the whole movie though. Just pretty much this scene. That's it. And then it's got the mask. I'm saying you get the two holes and the. And you'll see that maybe later, but mostly here. Because this is all about transition, right? Yeah, this is. This and the, when she's on the ground is the only nudity you see in the movie either. And it wasn't meant to be exploitative. It was just. Uh, at least that's what they said. I just don't think it focuses on it. Especially doesn't focus on it more than any other slasher movie I've had the unfortunate uh, whatever to watch. And that's it for gore, really, in this movie. Um, Yay! So you made it through that, you can make it through it. But it's just funny, you know, like, yeah, I'm, I'm drawn to more supernatural horror. And this stuff I'm not really drawn to, but there's other aspects of this movie that I really enjoy. Right. That'll that allows me to put up with, you know, whatever. And some scare stuff is kind of fun. Michael. I still like poltergeist and I like that I want something to scare me to death and then get upset when it scared me to death and I can't sleep for six months. I love her disgust. Right? Ooh. There's some backstory to it because he's supposed to be evil incarnate. I mean, people still dress up like this guy. There's like a billion sequels made. He's just supposed to represent the most pure and even his psychiatrist and doctor who's played by Donald Pleasance is just like, you know, he's like, you know, the sickest, most evilest person, the most to the extreme sociopath that I've ever seen. Because the other doctors in what we'll talk about in one of the scenes that was cut that was added for TV, which they did in the Warriors and a lot of movies, what they did is the movies weren't long enough uh, for TV with commercials to run for whatever, the two and a half hours or two hours, so they added stuff. And huh. I really enjoyed the stuff that they added. It helps even fulfill the story out. Oh, that's more. really interesting. So and the reason... Talk, go ahead. 
that they were doing the point of view of the killer was that they were just trying to hide the fact that it was a child. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. But also to, you know, scare you to death. I don't know. Well, it's more I, scary if I, you're the person who's being hunted rather than the hunter. Yeah. For you. I thought it was kind of like, you know, thrilling and... I don't know. Yeah, I agree, but that actually, it, from a filmmaking like perspective, I, I think it's a really good choice to, as a reveal it that it's sense, a child. Yeah. Like, also, was her boyfriend's name Michael? No, his name is the kid. No, I know. She goes, I, Michael! Well, I know, but I thought her boyfriend was named Michael, too. And I was Maybe, like, I don't know. That would be a little confusing. But he's talking to these doctors in a cut scene, which, again, we'll get to... Um, and, you know, they're like, he's catatonic. He's, he needs to go to minimum security or whatever or not go to maximum security or be tried as an adult or whatever for um, the murder of his sister, Judith. And they're like, he's like, he's faking the catatonia. He knows. And, like, you know, he's biding his time. Thorazine. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Rabbit in red. Uh, the original reviews of this were bad. They called it stupid and a dumb idea. Director gets sent clippings by Deborah Hill and gets depressed. <laughs> then the Village Voice reviews it, says it's great, and compares it to Hitchcock and Hitchcock and so on and so forth, and praises the elements that they love about it. So all the reviewers, according to John, re-review the film, which never happens, as if told they were reviewing it incorrectly and then came out praising the film. It was a big hit. Uh, John Carpenter still claims that the people made it what it is. Deborah Hill, we lost uh, producer and writer Deborah Hill in 2005. She was 54 years old of cancer. Oh, wow. where um, he goes to the drawer and grabs the knife that was actually it wasn't a child's hand it was producer and well it didn't look like a child's hand it was Deborah Hill's hand there's another thing that seems like it's a made for TV movie that sound effect (laughs) what 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 why he wants the car and he has to have the car but like why did she undo her fucking window why is she like well, because to her, they're patients, right? Yeah. Like, she's not thinking. Oh, yeah, she's like, can we know, not refer like, to it as it? Your clients, you wouldn't necessarily be afraid of your clients. I liked when you see them, like, just milling about on the lawn. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> well, you gave if them a vehicle. If someone gets on the you car, gave them a vehicle. Though. Oh, I love this line. This is a famous line. <laughs> He's just this, like, taken serious guy. I love it. I could jack off to that. That's just... <laughs> it's just it's, it's pure evil. It's gone. The evil is gone. You're safe. <laughs> like, gee, I wonder why he hasn't been getting any better <laughs> under this man's treatment. <laughs> no, he... But, no, he is evil. He's pure evil. Well, you know. No, 100%. I mean, I'm sorry. You have to face the one fact. If you're going to face any fact, it's pure And he can't be killed. <laughs> <laughs> what? There is a supernatural element to it. But yeah, he's just 
the most sociopathic of sociopaths. He is faking his catatonia. <laughs> Which always seems like the wrong way to say the word, but that's the way Donald Pleasant says it. Yeah, I don't know how else you'd say it. So yeah, that was Deborah Hill well, grabbing it, for the you know, knife. I mean, a sick person is a sick person. It doesn't mean they're evil. It doesn't mean you should trust them. <laughs> no. I mean, it's a horror movie, though. He is... Yes, I know. just absolutely... Has no care... Or you should turn it up a little bit. It might have to go back and forth. It seems like yeah, it. This looks good, yeah. but it doesn't look too good. But there are some people who are narcissistic and sociopathic that just don't care about anybody oh, at all. Absolutely. Only yes. want to kill. And I guess he's stuck, right. apparently. And, he and wants to recreate the murder. And if you're a specialist who is making your life career about treating those people, like maybe calling them evil and... But he is. I would. He's a good psychiatrist who happens is to he? have... Yeah, yeah, I mean, he is. no, a good psychiatrist would never talk about Never say they're side. evil. You've never seen a good psychiatrist that actually had Satan as a patient. you got to buy it. Watch your fantasy my movie. My professor Wait, was... Had one of my Satan f- as a patient? No. And this is a fantasy no movie. Just get Satan, on board. But, there is in this movie. I'm sorry. But I did I did have I, a professor who, okay, um, who also worked in a facility that was for people who were like murderous sex offenders and were like really really awful all towns have psychopaths like but like yeah where you don't go to it he, and you... he never would talk about them like that now we do Even remember the ones that he like you know he would always say like you know we haven't we haven't figured out how to treat these people to cure them of this, but yeah. they're still. I hear it. It's a fantasy movie. He's a professional, good therapist. Mike Myers is evil, and we saw him in the Great Santini. <laughs> this kid? Yeah. He was the younger brother. Huh. Um. This is all funny because uh, Halloween. Mm-hmm. Is all this whole movie takes place now on Halloween. Or whenever it says Halloween. I think it just said it. If it didn't, it would 1978. Yeah. Um, it'll, but it's all of this is filmed in certain areas around the L.A. area. And it's supposed to be Illinois, which is a fictional <laughs> town. And, you know, they make it look all blustery later. All those cypress trees that yeah, grow in Illinois. Yeah, they're not supposed to be green at all. Well, the director said he tried to avoid um, shooting palm trees. But he like, we weren't always completely successful. <laughs> That's right. There's a scene later in the film that was filmed right above Universal Studios. <laughs> so it's neat, because we were there. We were there. Oh. Maybe. He's parked in a handicap spot. Fuck yeah. Fucking, he, this guy sucks. <laughs> Not our pleasants. Um, Donald Pleasance plays Loomis. He, he told the director, the only reason I'm here is because my daughter liked Assault on Precinct 13, and I don't understand this script at all. Can you please explain it to me? <laughs> and he did. 
Donald but Pleasant. But also, like, maybe he's not supposed to be, like, a, a great therapist. He or is. Whatever. I mean, like, talk about it once well, you've seen I mean, it. You're not he portraying is. him that way. <laughs> so maybe he's not supposed to be. How come no one's dressed up in the classroom? Did they, was that a thing that came later that people did? Yeah. I mean, he's the figure it out guy and the like know everything guy. Like, what's his name in Roller Coaster? He's like <laughs> the therapist, but he's also going to play a detective in this movie. And oh no. There, she's doing kick ass at school. I mean, the movie is not supposed to be about his story, who's known as, as The Shape, and the guy who played him, we're going to see him here, The Shape, uh, he's very good with his physicality, and he also went on to direct a lot of 80s movies. And well, they're all dressed And he said up. in all of the um, sequels, which didn't have Nick Castle, didn't get it right, the way that like he was supposed to move and stuff. Hmm. Ugh, fucking bullies. Hate bullies. Who likes bullies? What's your point? Hey, this guy at work played this fucking Green Day song, like a later Green Day song. I was like, this is about all of our high school experiences. And I was like, oh, you know, God. the world exists where there's people that are older than you. And my high school experiences was fucking getting swirlies by jocks. And the next guy who came up to sing mm-hmm. was like, I'm sorry, dude. I was one of those jocks that gave you swirlies, but not particularly, but like, you right, know, right. whatever his part of the country, he was a jock, and he put $20 in the tip jar. Aww. Whoa. Aww. Really? <laughs> like, really wasn't doing it for tips, but <laughs> thank you. Oh, that's awesome. And I have met a few people that weren't bullies to me, but have, you know. But that's, that's actually, that's, that's solid. Made a point like, to try to be like, I'm not yeah. a bully anymore. When I meet you guys. <laughs> yeah. So, kudos to that guy. He's off somebody's kill list. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Pleasance, 1919 to 1995. He was 75 years old when he died. THX 1138. He's awesome. He has 240 acting credits. Christopher Lee passed on Halloween and later told Deborah Hill he wished he had taken the role. Hadfield, Illinois, fictitious town from Pasadena. Save, save some of your stuff for the wrap-up. I got a lot. Okay. I don't need to save <laughs> Man, Christopher Lee was going to be that guy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, fictitious town. I mean, a lot of these are paced. I'm already behind. Um, uh, trying to avoid palm trees filmed in Pasadena. Hollywood, <laughs> no, Plus, you gave me the coffee. It's true. It's true. No, I am enjoying them for me. You guys like coffee? Just, Would you want to talk about coffee? I like all types of coffee. Do you like coffee? I just know that a lot of people say that they they don't listen to the the watch along. Well, they like, better get with they the program. Unless they want to just like get our like little like reactions. We're filling them with stuff. shit. We talk about but a lot they, of fun random like stuff. But they like the information that we give in the the wrap up. Tell them to kiss my butt. Full movie fucking fever. Catch it. Yeah. It's <laughs> good. Uh-oh. We could be talking about this or we could talk about anything. 
Yeah. Like how the word for pineapple in French is the same in Czech, and that's ananas. That has nothing to do with this movie, but we're talking about it now. And in Spanish as well. It has to do with a movie called Amadeus, though. And we'll or get no, to that in our Amadeus. And now he remembers that's the same matches. That's right. Foreshadowing. And what about the guy that was driving? Oh, apparently the guy that did the craft services, that was his truck. <laughs> um, filmed in Pasadena, Hollywood, Sierra Madre, Alhambra. Alhambra. Cali, Rosemead, Burbank. And then to sum up, the Los Angeles area, this entire film. <laughs> and so next time we go to Los Angeles, we can visit some of these spots. What's funny oh, is yeah. this school, uh, <laughs> a lot of these schools you'll There's see. There's BJ Souls. Remember her from Rock and Roll High School? Yes. Yes. Uh, you'll see a lot of these schools in early skate videos. Nice, yeah. Because they, they're just like perfect, like. Uh, asphalt, or asphalt or concrete pours to go and skate on. My question to you is this. Did we review Rock and Roll High School or just watch it? I think we just watched it. I feel like maybe, I, that's what I thought. And then like later on in the night, I was like, maybe we did review it. <laughs> but we didn't. I'm sure we didn't. We didn't do, we didn't podcast it? No, we didn't We've not podcast it. Oh, I thought that's what you meant. Not, we're just doing when the watch. Did. did we review it? Like for one of our reviews. Now... That's Annie in the middle, and I forget who PJ Souls plays. Hold on. Aunt Nancy Keys, she's still alive, born in 1949, plays Annie. She was in Assault on Precinct 13, remember? She was the one who made the fatal error of, like, we should give the guy up. The revolutionaries want that guy, we should give him up. Oh. <laughs> no, her. I don't. Now, she's like more focused on school and being a good babysitter and like so she's not thinking about she has she's less busy really so she can focus on the shit that's happening they're just like boys 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 but all these are supposed to be typical teens I love it and he does that I've yelled at people as a kid and they do that and you're like run yep should we should we fuck off she's tough uh, I guess I can take a joke. PJ Souls plays Linda, so yeah, Linda, I'd be like knives Annie, are out and Lori. <laughs> knives, mace, all the things. <laughs> yeah, just taking it out. out. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see uh, PJ Souls in Carrie with the greatest American hero. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. She was in Stripes, 1981. That is forbidden. It's an 80s movie. Uh, Old Boyfriend, 79, which we watched. Boy in the Plastic Bubble with John Travolta. and Yay. Song by Paul Williams. <laughs> She's in Private Benjamin, 1980. And PJ Souls is in Breaking Away. Oh, yeah. 1979. I don't remember who she played in that. But she's in it. Is she not the sister? Whose sister? Cherokee Wedge Heels. And Cherokee Wedge Heels. <laughs> yeah, this is Illinois. Those are so comfortable. <laughs> yeah, this looks All like Illinois shoes, yeah. in late October, <laughs> early November. Totally. <laughs> Didn't have a lot of budget. But. Did they sprinkle leaves? 
They did. And there's, one, <laughs> there's a scene where you see it all blustery and you get that autumn feel. And then Jamie Lee Curtis is like, yeah, but look at how green the trees are. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, because if you look around. There he is. The You're shape. not going to say anything? Like, oh, nope. that's weird. Well, it's something where, like, <laughs> you know, only Lori sees her. And then she even, this is Annie, she even goes over there. And it's nothing. Oh, right around here, you're going to see some wisps of smoke. Look for wisps of smoke. <laughs> right here. Lori, dear. I don't see it. Yeah, me either. Maybe I missed it or we didn't see it yet. Let's take you out there. Oh, there it is. That's John Carpenter smoking two cigarettes too close to the camera. <laughs> and he pointed it out on the commentary. Oh, that was funny. That. You didn't see it? No. It's fine. We don't it was just funny. No, we need to rewind real. it. Everyone on the tape, rewind right. No, no, we're not actually doing it. Yeah, you don't get to date the murderer. You could see him back there. Really? Yeah. Blu-ray magic. You know, maybe be cool. <laughs> maybe? Brian Andrews plays Tommy. We just saw him in Great Santini. He did Kojak. He's only in two films. We'll see. Everyone did an episode of Kojak. Yeah, oh yeah. Just fucking everyone. <laughs> Uh, there was a made-for-TV movie, uh, or a couple that you did, that I don't know if I'll be able to get a hold of. If I do... Excuse me, Lord. Oh, Mr. Breckett, I'm sorry, Let me Mr. Breckett. Oh, I didn't mean to start with This is Mr. Breckett. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's a type of one that's scared. That's right. <laughs> He's a cop, isn't he? Oh, yeah. There it is. <laughs> I was wondering why he felt so comfortable being so close. Well, he's right? also... Um, but I guess they also had to... No, film he, it that way so that it sure reveal that he was a cop. Sure, and then mm -hmm. it was rain, and it wasn't raining before, but like this is the next day or whatever. But he <laughs> he's he's Annie's dad, so that's uh, his daughter's best friend. So ah. they're very familiar, and he's you know he's a nice guy. I didn't get that from that, but I'll believe you. Well, I mean, we'll we'll get it later. Charles Cipher plays Brackett. He's the police chief. He was in Assault on Precinct 13 and is still working today. He was born in 1939. Wait, could they not have waited for a little while longer to shoot this before, like, the ground dried up? I guess not. They didn't have time. Um, <laughs> he played Pee Wee in Coming Home. He played a drunken truck turner. We'll oh, is he the long. drunk in the... In the uh... I think he was. Oh, that's so awesome. I love that. <laughs> Why aren't you leaving? <laughs> I mean, we looked away. But she didn't. She didn't. So wouldn't she have just seen him, like... <laughs> Step away? Maybe she blinked. <laughs> He's like, now! My pen. I don't know. She's like 20 in this. 
thought she was more like 18. I don't know, but she was very young, and it was her first movie. And the others are more seasoned actors, and they're older. They're doing the normal thing that we're used to, where it's someone who's like 27 playing an 18-year-old. Right, yeah. But they look like they're the same age. It's funny, before she said what their ages were, I thought that Jamie Lee Curtis looked the oldest. But she's literally only like 19 Yeah, she, well, she's 20, you're right. She was born in 1958, and this is 1978, so she could have been 19. I did the math. Mm-hmm. Wait, I'm mad? Maybe just having, like, strong bone structure just makes her look a little I mean, more she also, yeah. She was. She had a cardigan like she was grandma. 18, so I guess she was 18 when they started filming this. I don't know how long it takes oh. movies to get ready. Oh, here's your blustery shot. Yeah, and it looks good, but then you see all the lush green. And in Illinois, all the trees will be completely bare. That's, yeah. Well, because, I mean, but you guys don't have, you guys, I'm saying this because you're from there, uh, you don't have a lot of evergreens there, right? It's all deciduous trees for the most part. Yeah, whatever you said. Deciduous? What do you think of that word? What? What are you saying? It's crazy stuff. Trees that lose their leaves. Deciduous? Deciduous. No one needs a medal for that. You do. But I'll take it. Yeah, there's no leaves over there. Uh, I was saying I saw the TV version many times. The Laserdisc, um, this is kind of interesting, gives you a way to view both versions. As the TV version had extra scenes to give you um, theatrical plus. Yeah, that's awesome. Laserdisc says, simply program your player to show chapters 1, 2, 3, 13, 14, 15... 16, then 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Which is funny, because at the very end of side A, it'll say press step, and then it'll show you the extra scenes. <laughs> huh. Uh, the one extra scene we, we would have seen, I think, before he's driving with the nurse. Um, Myers, Myers. <laughs> Where do I know Myers? It shows Donald Pleasance, Dr. Loomis, in a hearing-type room with two other... Victory's not here, so I'll wait. Yeah? Then what happened? And he's saying that all towns have a story like this. All this is important meat of the story. The fact that they're gone is... They were... Their back teeth were swimming, so... Back teeth? What does that mean? Had to pee. So full of piss. I thought it was like a dental problem. <laughs> it's a Scottishism. My I like back it. teeth are swimming. I like it a lot. Yeah, why do they do it, goddamn kids? Yep. And that's what they think. Yep. It's always the neighborhood kids. What is it going to be? Could it be possibly... His sister that he killed? That doesn't make sense. Why would they take Judith Meyer? Mm. Dun, dun, dun. They're smoking a joint. She doesn't enjoy hitting the joint. Ah, this is making me crazy. You're going to be okay. I don't know about it. Deep breath. 
I mean, take the rest of the fucking day off. Thank you. I said it. What? Oh, did you? Did you always say that? their weed is very good this is like the cameras mounted on the hood of the car I it's guess. a cool shot yeah i like it a lot too My dad, it, get it, rid of this. it's also kind of cool that like oh you don't put the goddamn never 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 do you put it in the stupid ashtray no and then he even comes up to the window just be now you don't have to pull up yeah you guys smoking hella weed? The windows are even rolled up. I know. He would definitely, like, catch a whip, but he doesn't. Diane, what happened? What? What happened? Oh, uh, somebody broke into the hardware store. Probably kids. You blame everything on kids. Yeah, that, so far they're the oh, scapegoat for everything. Hella stoned? Oh yeah, they were hella stoned. I think that like, oh, then this is oh my god, all the establishing shit. This is a disservice that we can't pause because one of our viewers has never seen this movie has now missed some of the most important establishing positions. Luckily, you're here to see it. I'm here. And your comments will be valid as opposed to someone's who will be fucking invalid. Oh, that fan <laughs> is rad. And it goes by! Right by him. Can you believe it? Or oh, you can feel it. This was filmed by uh, Deborah Hill. They needed um, an extra shot for length or something, so she's in the back seat with the cameraman. <laughs> and all of this is improvised, which is neat. Well, this is why you won't see it on the roof. This is just a camera person in the back seat. Right. It's a producer and co-writer. Sure you could. Yeah, they totally go. Cause so she's saying it shows uh, Dr. Loomis in a hearing-type room with two other lab-coated doctors uh, where he overdramatically is trying to get them to have him stay at a high-security place and have him tried as an adult on his 21st birthday for the death of his sister, Judith. Lab coats are like, you got nothing. He's catatonic to what she replies. He's faking, he's waiting. I watched him for four hours a day, every day for six months. I know more, far more than any other staff uh, or any court psychiatrist, excuse me. I have to follow my notes. There's a down and a little bit of arrows. Um, <laughs> Any of the staff. He's the worst he's ever seen. He looks out the window all day. The second uh, extra is Mike Myers looking out the window. He says, you fooled them, haven't you? But not me. <laughs> uh, no reaction to external stimuli. Conscious act. He's waiting. Worst sociopath ever. Dude, you missed so much. It was the absolute Sorry, worst. Sorry, I, I had to go to the bathroom so bad I couldn't hardly talk. So I just yeah, but he cut said my he losses. Yeah, he had to pee, and that was some... Some other stuff. No, right? I had to poop. 
<laughs> oh. Well, I was like, fill them in. They missed a lot. <laughs> of course, this is where they find out that um, the police chief is Annie's dad, and they really badly hid the fact that they were smoking the weed. It was terrible. They're, like, smoking weed, pulling up to uh, the cop, and the windows are rolled up, and she rolls the window Annie down as he friends. walks. Yeah. Okay. As Annie and Lori. As she rolls down the window, uh, there's Annie. The and cop is right there. The whole night they're being stalked by the shit. And the cop is Lori's dad. Uh, Annie's, Annie's dad. dad. Okay. Correct. And so both their parents are cops. No. No, just one. <sighs> we also had him uh, at the funeral place looking for the grave of Judith Myers. I don't know if he just wanted to see it or whatever, but the point is, it's gone. Yep. And the, the funeral guy is like, oh, fucking kids, they'll do anything for Halloween pranks. They stole a fucking tombstone. But he's mm. the figure-it-out guy, played by Donald, Donald Pleasance, is, is putting it all together. Yeah. That, um, well, I think he went there because he was looking for some sort of clue that it might be he might have come home. But, I mean, as far as, like, he read the script, like, it's very important that he's there. Yeah. And for us to see that, I mean, we see him wandering around the town all day. Right. And this is the same house from the beginning. Mm-hmm. The Myers place? Well, that's I haunted. I was saying before, this is the way it looked like through the whole filming. So when they filmed the thing at the end, they had to remake it look like it was nice. <laughs> and it was funny. Yeah. What is that? It's a dog. Do you not he, know what a dog is? He killed a dog. Mike Myers and like, why? And he's like, I guess he got hungry. <laughs> a skunk killed a dog what <laughs> also a skunk yeah of all things <laughs> not a raccoon not a squirrel not a possum <laughs> his full name is Michael Audrey Myers yeah it's just fucking Okay. They gave the character a middle name. Yeah, it's neat. Did they and, say and why? And a woman's name. I don't know. I don't know. It was part of the stuff that he had to. John Carpenter had to explain to him later. I don't know. Jamie Lee Curtis. No, 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 no. Um, okay. Whoa! Is that supposed to be a street light? Like, what is that? No, it's a gutter. Oh, neat. Thank you. Because I thought it was a street What well, does the doctor have a gun? Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah. No, but you see the yeah, police chief because he's like, I have a permit, and he does, he does glance at it. He's like, I want to make sure that's legit. Diagnoses were way different back then. <laughs> yeah, it's not the most professional. <laughs> Circumstantial. Listen, 
He had the devil's eyes. Who's eyes? It's like a misfit song right now. Blackest eyes. Blackest eyes. Oh, I forgot. In the commentary, some of that was like, um, I don't know, for college, he went to an institution, John Carpenter, for a job or for college, I don't know. And he saw a patient that looked like that, that had like the blackest eyes or something. He wrote about it. He just saw someone that looked like that. And yeah. so the description that he wrote of him, he put in his phone. Lori's, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis said that Lori's outfits were bought at JCPenney. <laughs> and Jamie said uh, her wardrobe really helped <laughs> her get it. To the surprise of no one. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just funny that she's like, her wardrobe really helped her get into character. <laughs> Wearing all these stupid JCPenney fucking... All of it is just funny. <laughs> yeah, it's all catalog. Um... <laughs> Deborah Hill said it's Halloween and you can be tricksy with each other, but there's also a real evil out there in this movie, as we're seeing. It's supposed to be October 31st in Illinois, but look at all the green. Wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, I love his comics because most of the comics that I had as a kid that still have, have those things on the back. Uh-huh. Same ads. You get X-ray specs and a oh, good band. Having fun? Never mind. I'm sure you are. I have big, big news. Oh, there was the music when they were in the car. Um, it was actually the guy that plays the shape, which is Michael Myers and John Carpenter, and some other third person. It was their like doo-wop band or something. So the music they're hearing on the radio was like those three people's like band, like, <laughs> fake band, but it had a name. It was like the doo or something. Get this dog out of the kitchen right now. Yeah, Lindsay, pull your weight. So as I said, Nancy Keys, she plays Annie. She's also in this movie Sea Gypsies that's on our list. It's a a rated G movie, one of the few rated G movies that are going to be <laughs> showcased. We've watched a few. What would you say? And, um, I almost said Shakespeare's Ghost, but Blackbeard's Ghost. Yeah, we didn't review that though. But Silent Running or Running. Silent oh, that's Run, a, yeah, that was G, which is weird because <laughs> it's pretty gory in parts. Um, and I mentioned all the things that we saw PJ Souls in, but I left one out. Or no, I didn't leave it out. Sorry, we did talk about Rock and Roll High School, but um, that was with uh, Clint Howard. But I left out the uh, van. Do you remember the name of the van? Oh, uh, uh-uh. oh. But it yeah. had like a cool name. We it was a cool name and a cool ass. Oh, van. the van was amazing. Oh god, yeah, we went on that whole rabbit hole where we tracked down what happened to it. Like, Correct. Fuck, and I can't think of the name. Of it. The Warlock. Yes. <laughs> what is it? Warlock. Oh. Remember? It was Clint Howard, Ron Howard's like, sorry, goofy-looking brother. I love Clint Howard. <laughs> He's the drink the Tranya guy and the Corbinette remover of Star Trek. Yeah. Tranya, it is a death. I had a lot of crappy babysitters. I'm also like, like I had babysitters like her and like PJ Soul's character. Although PJ Soul's, I don't think is babysitting in this movie, but Annie definitely is. She's a bad babysitter, and Jamie Lee Curtis is an awesome babysitter. No, no. Takes her job seriously and isn't trying to have sex. Um, Whoa. Does all of your clothes come off? 
And she's babysitting in somebody's house? What? Well, you put on somebody's work shirt? Well, just to do the laundry, but like, what's weird is it's one of those things where the laundry cleaning? is outside. The laundry room is, like, outside. I don't get that. Well, that's a, that's, that is definitely that's a California kind of thing. common in California. Okay, because not in Illinois. Because, like, of course, yeah, people can just, shit. like, hang up their laundry outside. And it's... This is filmed in a weird way. The dog was not harmed, but it just, like, the actor, Nick Castle, is lowering the dog, but it's shot in slow motion, so it seems like he's killing this dog. Because Mike Myers is also the killer of dogs, yeah. He's just literally slowly lowering the dog, but it's filmed in a way, yeah, where it's uh, <laughs> in such slow motion, you seem like it's going limp. <laughs> but it's just an actor lowering a dog. <laughs> slow it down. That's clever. That is clever. I didn't realize that until he said it, that I was like, oh, you can tell that it's slow motion now. Uh, John Carpenter is a huge Howard Hawks fan. It's obvious <laughs> that after this movie came out and after... Um, uh, Escape from New York, he did a remake of this movie, The Thing. Mm-hmm. Also with, um... Now I can't think of his goddamn name. I was gonna say Michael Douglas or Kirk Douglas, but it's, uh... Whatever that guy's name. What is, what's his name? He was also in... Oh, um, Kurt, Guardians uh, of the Gal- Kurt Russell. Russell, yeah. What about the Boogeyman? What about the Boogeyman? There's no such thing. She's supposed to get fed off. Shut up about the Boogeyman. No... That's because he's an idiot. Fuck that guy. Yeah. And she's nice to not scare him and be like, dude, I've been seeing a fucking dude all day, too. <laughs> that would have been fucking hardcore. So he loved uh, Howard Hawks movies, and he put... You know, the kids are watching... Um, Horror movies all night. Yeah, because Annie, who's babysitting whatever the other kid's name is, um, they're also watching horror movies, and then they have it so they can watch them together. Of course, you know, being a good friend, Jamie Lee Curtis ends up babysitting for both of the kids so that Annie can go have sex and get murdered. Well, isn't that nice for her? Mm-hmm. Uh, John Car- Carpenter, about four years old, as I said sees it came from outer space with his mother in 3D as a child. Well, he's four years old. A meteor comes out of the screen and blows up in his face. He's got the 3D glasses on. He shrieks, runs up the aisle in terror, then stops and realizes that he's safe in a movie theater. And also that he wants to do that. And he becomes a director. (laughs) And has made a lot of films that I like. Uh, Kylie Richards, spelled Kyle. Kyle Richards. Kylie plays Linda. She was born in 1969. She was in Friendship, Secrets, and Lies, 1979, which, which she could watched. be because she's a woman. Yeah. Because there's no men in that movie. That's right. Which is fucking brilliant. We watched that Maver TV movie, and I was like, uh, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen. Because I had no idea that was coming. It blew my mind. Uh, she's in Halloween Kills. Um... Which is coming out this year, hasn't even I think it's coming out in like a week or so. Huh. Reprising her role as Lindsay. <laughs> so I don't remember what what's the kid's name? The Lindsay. Yeah, she's Lindsay, but yeah. what's the boy's name? Oh, I don't remember. The, the comic book kid. 
Let's call him Comic Book Kid until I find it. Tommy. So, Tommy and Lindsay. Well, that's a cool. You can see his, his reflection in there. That is cool. I didn't even notice. I am noticing that this Blu-ray is looking good. Yeah, you catch I mean, there's all these subtleties in it. And, and I haven't caught that one before that you could see him, and that you could see him on the street that one time. Yeah, that was, because, yeah, he's back in the bushes. and I just thought he was gone, because sometimes that adds a supernatural thing to it, because sometimes he's just, like, how could he be gone so fast? Right. This is Paul. Excuse me. Uh, so Kylie Richards, uh, Halloween Kills. She reprises her role in that movie. It's coming out along with Jamie Lee. She did a ton of TV. Uh, we'll see her in the movie called The Car. And we'll see her in Escape from Witch Mountain. And oh, yeah. Watch her in The Woods, 1980. Which I watched with your kid, Raven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? How can you be stuck? Come on. <laughs> it's a butt shot. <laughs> um, I explained about the dog. Nick Castle, uh, John Carpenter said Nick Castle was scared of the dog. <laughs> it's a big dog. Uh, more of the extra scenes for broadcast TV of the Laserdisc side too. Uh, Jamie and PJ Souls bond because PJ thought um, uh, she was followed when they chat, and PJ wants to borrow clothes. Lori gets a phone call from Annie, who also <laughs> wants to borrow clothes, and then tells her to tell the creep to buzz off real loud if she sees him. Again, nicely filmed scene of friendship. Oh, that laundry room scene, this scene. This is shot right in the film in the hills Ooh. above Universal Studios. Did you see him again? Yeah, he's right there in the oh, doorway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can kind of see him walk away too. Oh wow! I like it's usually like these quick cuts, and, and it's done on purpose. But, mm. well, I think they. Yeah, I like that better. That it's showing him walking away. Right, you can catch that illusion of him just like. Yeah. Ooh. And this is like, you know, a spoof or and or homage to the Horathon hosts, you know. Yeah. Like Elvira or what's the guy, Gilardi, I can't, Eddie Wretch is going to kill me for getting it. <laughs> How did but, you get that guy? <laughs> you, what? The guy from your hometown who did all the... No, that son is Fanguli who based it off of this guy, Gilardi or whatever. Oh. No, son is Fanguli was paying homage to that guy. Ah, uh, gotcha. <laughs> I've never I mean, seen him, but I've seen footage. And why is she not trick or treating? Um, Vampira. We That's watched what I was wondering. Oh, yeah. Like, why are neither of these kids out trick or treating? Maybe they did already, or they don't want to. I don't know, but they're not. They're not in costumes, or well, the other kids in a costume though. He is like, everywhere, and like you know, he is a supernatural character like uh, Jason Voorhees, but it just he just pops up everywhere. He really gets around. Well, I mean, Although it's a small The houses town, are right next to each other. So. Yeah, these yeah. houses are just across <laughs> the street. That's neat. 
I like these two kids. They just immediately start watching the show. Yep. You got? Do you have a TV here? Okay. Fine. Excellent. Oh, Very good. <laughs> I got stuck in a window. Because she spilled some butter on it? I thought it was like spaghetti sauce or something like Well, if you made like a bunch of butter for popcorn, I could see it being like terrible. The whole front of you covered in grease and whatnot. Hey, let's hear it for Girl Scouts. And your thin mints. Yeah, they do sell other cookies. I can't think of it. Uh, what, Snickerdoodles? Oh, I've had this song stuck in my head forever because she's like, no keys. I don't know <laughs> why that song is, which is two words, is stuck in my head. <laughs> That's no the song. Keys. No keys. That's the song. Doesn't she have a car? Oh, that's her car, but she's left her keys somewhere. Okay, sorry. Duh. So, yeah, Nancy Keys is born in 1949. Uh, PJ Souls is born in 1950. And what was she, 58? Jamie Lee Curtis, 1958. So, yeah, whatever. They use her part, but it's just funny. They're all playing the same age, and I thought Jamie Lee Curtis looked the oldest. But she's the youngest? Yeah. <laughs> of the three leads. Oh, oh. Where is she going? Like, is she going to find more clothes somewhere? What's her plan? To get murdered in this horror movie? Uh, when I was young, I was like, so they just oh, there's the clue here is that she doesn't get. Right? Is that right there? If it's on the inside, that means someone's breathing in your car. <laughs> but yeah. I don't think she had time to get away from murder. Right. Also, the door was unlocked all of a sudden. And, yeah. And she needed keys before. William Shatner. <laughs> also, the one hand choking, that's not a good method for it. Yeah. I don't understand why people would dress up like this guy and go around for Halloween, but it's one of the most popular Halloween masks, you know. I think it has this something to do Jason about being instantly scary, right? And you want him. Yeah. I mean, it's not my bag. I don't, I don't dress up like that. I no, dress up as fun I wanna, people. I want to dress up like Spock. Yeah, fun people. When you all dress up like wrestlers and shit. Yeah. That was Hogan. Yeah. I mean, he was the <laughs> ultimate warrior, though, right? Uh, That's a shame. Yeah, no, none of us was. I was ravishing Rick Rude because I thought his character was Oh, you're the funniest. Yeah. <laughs> and Caroline was ready, ready Piper. See, did um, did he have too much Kool Aid and shit? Hmm. Well, because he was trying to scare her, and that's fun. But then he gets so upset by thinking he sees the uh, Mike Myers, and he upsets um, Lindsay. He's just freaking out. 
I'm just like, did he have too much sugar? Uh, maybe. I mean, but maybe I mean, if he you thought see he this. Be... Yeah, I would be. <laughs> but it's another thing in movies where then the other person never sees it. No one ever sees anything. I hate it when that's in movies. It's just no one gets anything. Because right. he full on sees, you know, the dude carrying. Hey. The lady. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, here he's li literally losing his shit, and her instinct is to grab her. <laughs> Yeah, but I saw something specific. I could explain it to you. There it is. I turn off the TV. You're too excited. You're overstimulated. <laughs> well, give better give details. details. <laughs> Fucking boogeyman. He's just a little kid. He's freaking out. She's like, I believe you, Tommy. Now look, they're just back into zombie mode. Yeah, like... Staring at the screen. If you really saw something, also, like... Explain. I saw a body nope. get carried. TV's on. <laughs> nope. These are just weird children who don't do that for some reason. <laughs> Jeez, Movie my magic. sister once <laughs> called me. I was like 10 or something, and she calls me. She's babysitting up the street, and she calls me to come stay with her because she's freaking out. Whoa. And I sat with this kid watching Knight Rider, and he was just like totally like looking like he was like insane. Didn't say a word just watched the show and then went to bed. Like, the weirdest family, the weirdest kid. They had all these pictures, and one of them was a huge picture of a fucking St. Bernard. And it was like a big old picture of a St. Bernard that had died, like, in 1930. And we are just like, what? My sister was so freaked out, she hated babysitting for this family. I guess one of her quotes was, um, there's some carcass in the fridge if you get hungry. Carcass? What? Carcass? <laughs> I mean, accurate, but... It was just like, they're weirdos! <laughs> you have the wrong feeling. I like at one point where he's like, you know, and if you're right, fuck you for, like, letting him lose. You know? Right. I've heard this part, too, and he's even like... Oh. Yeah, yeah... You're selling it, dude. Donald Pleasance is great in this. Yeah, so. <laughs> That's his his scientific opinion. Hey, if he could have been more over the top, I would have liked it. Oh yeah, it's people, families, children. Oh wait, this is even over the top. Yes. There's all these bodies are lined up for slaughter. And, and if you are right, damn you for letting it go. Yeah! Fuck shit. you! And my sideburns are really like, cool, I mean, by the way. I wasn't there. Still. <laughs> he was there, He though. was there. He wasn't. He was! He, he was in the car. He watched four hours a day. the guy Oh, correct, already correct. Escaped. Yeah. And like, he'd done everything to make sure possibly done, that he didn't like, escape. He could have done more. They wanted him to put him in maximum security. No, he... They didn't listen to him. Oh man, her shitty boyfriend. <laughs> Planning a three-way. It's another kind of a cool van. Yeah, it is. I don't like that the haircut blue. and those glasses. He could be the killer. <laughs> yeah. Well. 
It's very possible. What door? Door. Uh, one of the crew guys locks will, will close in this town. <laughs> That's what it's like. That's what it's like in Hattonfield, Illinois. Hattonfield, Illinois, in Pasadena, California. <laughs> Where is Pasadena? Is it a different town or is it just part of L.A.? Pasadena? Yeah. It's outside of L.A. That's, but it's a town outside of L.A. It's not sure. part of L.A. Uh, well, L.A. gets L.A. Lots County. Of parts of, yeah. And okay. then... And so you could be lots talking of these about things LA. are parts of LA when yeah. people say, you know, um, Tallulah Lake. That's you're still in LA, or right? Um, wherever the hell the Minutemen is from. Why can't I think of that place? The largely Hispanic part of uh, Los Angeles. Oh, uh, the lake. No, nope. uh, I can't think of it. New guy lived there. Took me to took me to a sunken city. That sounds pretty cool. It was really cool. Um, oh, uh, Echo Park? What? Echo Park? No. San Pedro. San Pedro. I'm sorry, Miss Curtis, but you are the most funnest babysitter. <laughs> Although you could take your kids trick-or-treating. Seriously. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe she's not because she's been seeing this dude all around. Right? Yeah. Uh, why don't you just watch this show? Boogeyman is definitely not there, so. It's funny, I've never thought about that. Except for me. Alright, guys, what's next? Let's take one popcorn. Uh, have we? Yeah. I mean, if I'm asking for more, I don't think I've had enough. Well, he's wearing a costume. He's dressed up as, like, Chuck yeah. Norris or some shit. Or an astronaut. Isn't it an astronaut? I think it's a. Did NASA Chuck Norris never it, play sure. an astronaut? I don't know. We've got some Chuck Norris movies coming. Totally not. Oh, they were all going to hang out together. She sang a song about not having keys and then got killed. Well, that doesn't sound like you're going to call me and tell me what time Lindsay's supposed <laughs> to go to bed. <laughs> I'm a teenage boy. I suggest we have sex. <laughs> he also looks like he's 26. Uh, yeah. And he's got a van. She met him working at a convenience store. with age-appropriate actors where they're actually 18 when they're playing 18 and don't have them be, like, smart as fuck. Mm. Like uh, whatever the great detective was, have them be fucking stupid. Veronica like, Mars. At eighteen, yeah. I mean, Veronica Mars is a genius, and they do have a lot of the people she's in high school would be really stupid. Yeah. This is a made-for-TV sex scene. I mean, they're like a billion percent covered. <laughs> I like how they had to have the pumpkin there. Guys, yeah. uh, if you were less interested in sex, there'd be a, a murder guy that you could be worried about. Yeah. Oh, they're at Annie's house, then. No, they're at the Wallace's. Because she's supposed to be babysitting. Oh, sorry, not Annie. Wait, but wouldn't the Wallace's be, like... They're at Lindsay's house. It's across the street. They're at Lindsay's house across the street. Are they? Yes. I don't think they are. Maybe they are. They are, because they went there to meet with Annie. Where they they have to move houses. Oh, jeez. And what are they... 
He just I says, mean, she would get in trouble for not answering the phone anyway, right? I don't know. They expect the, the teenager. parents want to check on the kid. Hey, is my kid alive? Or are you? is she at the neighbor's house? <laughs> yeah, fantastic. You did it. Yeah, you're so, so good at sex. Put on those glasses. I'm so good at sex. I'm going to go get a soda pop. And smoke a joint. Oh, that's nice. I'm sorry, they're not joints. Those are just cigarettes. Do you miss a good after-sex cigarette? Dude, you're horrible at sex. (laughs) Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. I miss cigarettes on all kinds of occasions. This is another costume that people dress up as. um, This guy? That's coming up later. No, after he gets murdered and comes back in the room. He just has a sheet on and that dude's glasses. And people, um, when I was younger, would do that costume a lot for two reasons. One, because they liked the movie Halloween. And two, because it's a very easy costume. <laughs> Take a bed sheet, put it over yourself, put a pair of glasses on top of that, and you're the guy from Halloween. <laughs> Doesn't this guy get stabbed in a weird way? I think he gets, like, stabbed to the wall. Well. There's this Quaker Oat guy hiding in the back killing some dudes. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Come on now. Don't you hate everyone equally? And I kill ladies. (laughs) Annie, do you want Yeah, doesn't he, like, open the door to the murder? I remember it kind of being interesting. He's just suddenly there. Come on now. Yep. That was pretty... That was, yeah. good kind of scare. And I like that he's not hitting you over the top. I mean, it's pretty violent, but it's not gory. And it is different from all the other later slashers. How movies. is he so strong? Him? Yeah. I don't know. He wouldn't be. His muscles would have been atrophied, but he's Yeah, he's just been sitting there. And also, if you get stabbed... <laughs> oh, wait, like, but look how he's stuck to the wall. That wouldn't like happen. Are they, like, putting gym no. equipment in the... <laughs> wait, no. they, they're all like, oh, he's been catatonic look, for, like, 20 years. Yeah. Right. But he stabbed him so hard that the knife wouldn't be in the wall no. that much. But, I mean, it, his movie is fantasy. Yeah. It's also, if you're, if you're stabbed, Hey, where's the flower? And you yell... <laughs> I forgot to point out that creepy doll that was in another room later, or when they were in yeah, the main room. Yeah, if you get room. stabbed in the stomach, you don't immediately die. He need, but he needs to die. <laughs> this is funny, though. <laughs> yeah, see? But this was scary, too. Wait, wasn't it's this a, parody? She doesn't know. A, oh, it's probably parodied in, a, in everything. In like, but there's like a... This is extremely oh, iconic. There's like an 80s movie There was movie a weird walrus stuffed animal in the corner of the make-out house. God damn it. I missed it. Or maybe it was like an 80s SNL skit or something. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking a of a billion percent that. positive. See anything you like? See anything you like? Thank you, Ritz. <laughs> I can't not Deborah do it. Deborah was saying that that was the only nudity, but we see her little boobies. Twice now. I mean, I'm saying little because they're, they're not showing all of it. They're just yeah. showing the tip of it. But, but they showed them earlier, too, see, when, when they finished bit. with sex. Like, yeah, yeah but they're not boob. fully showing them. Yeah, like they did earlier when she was like, "Fantastic!" Can you answer me? Yeah. 
I just, I didn't feel it was like the most gratuitous thing. I didn't even notice it. But it didn't, wasn't necessary. Do it. Yeah, this threesome didn't turn out. Like, is he the exact same height as your boyfriend? <laughs> he actually did seem like he was pretty close when they were standing next to each other. This soundtrack is good, too. When I was, um... There they are again. When I was watching this at night, I was like, oh, I don't like watching horror movies at night, but the sound wasn't on, and it was commentary, so it wasn't scary at all. With most of these movies, the music is what makes it really scary. Right. You get that pacing and the... Did you call me to fool? Everyone's fucking with me tonight. Babysit my fucking kid. Fucking babysit this other kid. Fucking, you don't see anybody. There's no shape. <laughs> uh, can I borrow your clothes? Can I borrow your clothes? <laughs> Are all of my friends getting murdered across the street? Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> kind of like some book or all Literally of my friends. Literally everyone murdered. I know. A teenage handbook to avoiding well, murder. She can't well, except go. for Paul, I guess. Paul hasn't gone over there. She has the phone. Yeah, I know. He's waiting for his ride. He's like, God, right, that's what the <laughs> fuck is she? But she can't go check anything out because she has to stay there. Wouldn't Paul kids. have called... Sleep tight kids. Her to be like, hey, where's Annie? No, because she's babysitting at some random house. Maybe Paul got killed, too. Yeah, but what if, like, wouldn't Paul call... Let's say like, Paul got murdered, too. if it was too. you, and you were waiting for your ride, and you, like, kept calling, and nobody answered, and, like, you know, they yeah, never showed ashes. up. Yeah, ashes. Wouldn't you call What if I drank some of your friend? wine? If I knew where... right across She the doesn't live across the street, though. No. That she's babysitting at someone else's house. Oh, right, I right, submit right. to you that maybe he got murdered too. He just murdered uh. himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I believe they call this a spit take. I didn't get to be bad at sex. I'm going to murder myself. <laughs> There's the leaves again. Uh oh. Yeah. She's hey. the car. This one, this looks like, familiar. Damn me for letting him out. Uh, if I don't find a book of matches, it's all blustery. Yeah. It's with lush trees. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis, always wearing mom jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Even at 19. <laughs> Thank you, JC Penny. This makes me feel comfortable in my character. <laughs> Did you like her in True Lies? I don't remember, but it's funny. Uh,. Before I even mentioned doing this podcast today, uh, watching Halloween uh, at work last night, Ben, a uh, bartender I work with, was talking about True Lies, and I don't know why. Really? Yeah. I, I hadn't even said anything, and I was like, it's funny. We're watching a Jamie Lee Curtis movie tomorrow. <laughs> but he said that he really liked True Lies, too. It's okay. I was talking about Eraser. I was like, I remember Eraser being really bad. He shoots an alligator and says, your luggage. <laughs> which doesn't play for like younger people because they don't really make alligator luggage anymore. No. 
But when I was a kid, I knew people that, you know, it's alligator well, luggage. Well, they don't make yeah. affordable alligator luggage anymore. <laughs> I don't know if they ever did. Fucking Darren likes to show off his alligator boots. He's like, man, alligator boots. Like, no one cares. Don't wear those. <laughs> <laughs> you try to be crocodile Dundee. Yes, <laughs> I was telling Ashes on or maybe both Show of us you. your Bowie knife. <laughs> That's not a knife. He had this sweater and he was like, I was like, is that wool? Wanting to make fun of him because it was like 80 degrees that day. Everyone wants it to be fall weather so bad. And he was like, this is an Irish fisherman's sweater. It's wool. It's, and I was like, yeah, but you're sweating profusely. It's like, everyone <laughs> else has t-shirt and shorts. Wearing an orange sweater? Jeez. Yeah. I did like the sweater on him, but it's not sweater weather. They yet. are cute sweaters, but yeah. they are definitely super, super warm. Yeah. It's like a winter <laughs> <Hey>, sweater. <no. laughs> like, there's a reason you're so sweaty. Wait, so she did leave the kids. She's just a, she can still see the house. She can She's still see the house, and like in the seventies, people would do this shit. Mm-hmm. They're asleep. I knew parents, you know, and you see it in movies where they would literally go out because the kids were asleep. Right. They're asleep in bed. They're fine until morning. <laughs> Which uh, I'm sure you haven't done. I never did oh, as a parent. No. I think once there was one time. I wouldn't even go outside when for Jay fear was that sick. I might lock myself out. Yeah. No, one time I went, Jay was in there. sick, and I went to the corner store. Oh, yeah. I my bike to the corner store and back, and he was in the house by himself at, at, at a youngish age, but for three minutes or something. Yeah. Never bought something so fast. I'm sure I, I mean, think once, I once he was, like, like latchkey kid age, that was the only it was time. different. Yeah, but. it's different, but this was young, and I felt weird about it, but I was like, I can make it. <laughs> make it and be back. <laughs> like even uh, if he wakes up, because like when be I fine. was, like when I was eight, I was going home. Yeah. And doing the latchkey kid thing, and I was fine. Yeah, I don't know that eight is the most appropriate age. <laughs> we did it as parents. I know. What? Yep. Eight. Yeah, after that this fucking is nice. boys and girls club turned out to be such a nightmare, we are like, well, he's probably <laughs> safer at home. <laughs> Not and it was only this. just like a couple blocks from school. Yeah. Yeah. And he definitely Not watching. wouldn't. He's too freaked out of strangers to be a random person. I guess it depends on the kid. Yeah. There's right. definitely some. Oh my fucking god, that's four. <laughs> or was I like, gonna say something? You still talking about latchkey kids? <laughs> I forgot absolutely one billion percent what I was gonna say. Oh, um, right. sorry. It was just a dumb thing about laser discs, and now I remember it. <laughs> it's too dumb to even say. <laughs> Give us more on latchkey kids. Wait, wait. Players. I want to. I want to build this up a little bit because I bet good. it was gonna We're be fucking great. No. <laughs> no, it was gonna be the best ever. Let's it's hear it. It's even worse now. No. <laughs> saying I was very happy I didn't have to change discs. Because <laughs> 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 if you're not watching on later discs, we have to change discs. Uh, it, the movie can just go. Right. It flows better. Oh, it's yeah. It's not all that disc changing. <laughs> yeah. Put this in is, disc seven. I just can't remember. This is where she gets the, like, reveal, which means we're getting closer to the climax of the movie. He not only kills these people, he sets it up in a way, you know, where... 
Does he know she's eventually going to be there? Well, maybe someone's Because it's like a horror house where the victims pop out and shit. I'm spoiling it, but we've seen movies like this. (laughs) (laughs) Is that carpet that's meant to look like parquet floor? Or like, what the fuck is that flooring? Or do they really just have vinyl flooring for their upstairs landing? I don't know. I think you can blame the crew guys for all that. Uh, yep, see? Whoa! Like I brought my sisters. Up. And there was something where he was saying about the de- designing the character of Michael Myers, where it was like, he's stuck in that moment, and he goes back to constantly like recreate that moment and kill people. I don't know. But it is weird that it's set up. Like, how would he know that somebody would ever see this? Because it's all, yeah, it's like, and the, an audience in a movie is... Chucking their popcorn. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and him too. We're <laughs> sorry, her. Where's him? <laughs> She's all cross-eyed. It's like goofy-faced. Which is <laughs> a fun actor's choice. Can I just be like, I know a lot of people that were actors <laughs> in horror movies enjoyed like being like, oh, and I get to die in the film. And... <laughs> Whoa, nice. Yeah. The lighting on that is like 10 out of 10. That is good. Yeah, I didn't notice that good. either. Whoa. Ow, ow, yeah, she ow, would be kind ow. of dead. Yeah. Dead, paralyzed. See, and like his music is always good, but minimalist as fuck. This is what, two notes. Or one note played twice. Oh, yeah, his music is always like this. Very minimalist. You can, come on, work a door. It's not hard. He's, you know, a very good director. I wouldn't necessarily call him a genius, but he, what relates to genius is, is that he says that he hears all these, he heard all these songs fully formed in his head. Like, he had the Halloween theme song in his head. That's what you came in? Oh, come on, just break the window. It's a rake. You can overpower, oh, there's even a window to break right there. It's got the candy glass in it and everything. It's supposed to be thrilling, but yeah, she's... Oh, it's a different window now. (laughs) I mean, just, I guess, don't don't break decorum and break a window to get out and save your life. See? Well, there's a little bit of time to be like, I'm really freaked out right now. Well, she's running better. That's good. She had a... Famously, talks about having a career as she was as the scream queen. Because on the strength of being in this movie, they put her in a lot of horror movies because of her scream and helped build her career. But whenever she's interviewed, people will be like, oh, you were the scream queen of the 80s. Scream queen. Oh, they have those porch lights that go on. Oh, no, it's actually somebody there. It's not just a porch light. And it sucks. They just close the blinds, yeah. No, we don't want you. any trouble. It's Halloween. Maybe they, they assume it's just Halloween pranking. Nope, the last people threw eggs and we just cleaned it up. Bob was out there all night. <laughs> We're not doing it. I think maybe it's a, a little bit of a Halloween thing. Or maybe. Which I always took it as just like nobody wants to help because nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, that's what you were talking about. Like, do you have the keys to get back into the house? Because those fucking kids. Don't take the killer to the kids. <laughs> For fuck's well, sake. Well, I think she's there to protect them. Because she, she tried going to other houses first. It didn't work. Hurry down. 
in your Yoda jammies. Get down here, Yoda jammies. Sorry. Don't. No, you're Someone listening to the podcast. Yoda the didn't come until like 1980. <laughs> also, yeah. Get upstairs. The boogeyman. Isn't it? Isn't it? I fucking told you. That's no one awesome. was. Can you turn the lights off? He should have like, been like. Oh, he's gonna. He just watched you go it. inside the house. But you're. No, but Ashes is right. It should have been more like redemption. <laughs> I knew it. Just close it. Or she it. could be like, I knew it too. I didn't want to freak you out. Just close it. Yeah, but look at that convenient knitting needle. <laughs> Gonna fuck him up. What is their hand cut? With the knife. I remember that was that was blocked. Well, there we go. Boom. Ow! 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 <laughs> fuck you. I mean, ow! Now For real, ow! <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you need to, like, make some choices right now. No, you yeah, need you need get to fucking... Weapons. Get better weapons you have and a mur- knife. murder him with it. Now help him with that knife. Because I think she's even like, oh, he's dead. He's fucking dead. Oh, God. No. He's not dead. He's barely injured. But he's laying there dead. Stab him! A bunch! It's a small town in Illinois. She doesn't have a lot of no. experience with psycho killers. Kiss throw the sit. couch on you him? Don't... Throw the couch yeah, on him. Yeah, throw the couch on him. Throw him out. Like... Then sit on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> Call the like police. Is the phone not working? He's but she, cut the, the phone is not working. Yeah, Who always. cuts a phone line? Who She's knows how to Michael, like, what was his name? Michael. Lauren Myers? She he could had end up giving him the knife, ladies. so she needs to get away with the knife. Michael Audrey Myers. But definitely throw the couch on him. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, get this guy involved. He's been waiting for this. Like, break his bow and slow him down a little. Finally, someone's gonna right? help. That's not He's a gonna dream. misery your legs here. And oh, <laughs> how dare you. Hey, Jesus, I'm walking here. That's another thing that I find annoying about slasher movies is, like... People are taking action, finally. People don't, like, act realistically. Like, if you're... No, but that's another reason to get people thrilled. Be like, oh, do you want to run? Why aren't you defending yourself? Why aren't you fighting? Like, why aren't you... No, I'm throwing leaves. Oh. Why aren't you getting? But it has like a house weapons. got TP'd, or is that tie yellow ribbon? Tie or yellow? I think ribbon. it's TP. But I totally I mean, if agree. Somebody like, was trying to kill me. What I if you gave me the Swedish fish? Destroying them. Gee, damn it! Yeah, I would. I mean, anytime that I have been in a situation oh, I like where I felt like I Look was in babies, where I felt like I was in mortal danger, or someone was trying to rape me, or whatever, like I would always just like. Fucking brutally attack them. Yeah, person. you need to be boot like, party movies on that I had seen as a kid, like, she's the fiercest, toughest of any Right, in a that's, movie. that's what I'm saying, is like, so annoying is it doesn't seem. No, the bar is low, I guess. It, it doesn't seem realistic, because I've never acted. I mean, I've never had, like, a psycho killer after me, but, like, I've definitely Do had. Not. Try one note again. Creeper dudes or whatever. Yeah. Try to hurt me. You, you need to go like, fucking ham. Exactly. <laughs> That's what you do. And so when I don't see people doing that, I'm like, what? Well, but I mean, <laughs> a lot of people do have a freeze, right? So, I mean, it's... Well, yeah. she locked the kids in the other room. She but knows he's going to... Oh, no, she had them leave, right? They left. Locked in the bathroom. Oh, I thought they had them run away. No, she's like, go lock yourself in the bathroom. Well, I think she knows she's the decoy. <laughs> 
Oh, he'll never get in. This is all iconic and people talk about how it's filmed. Pretty cool. Camera dude in the closet. Mm-hmm. Camera person. What's your what's your plan B here? Hanger in the eye. No, I know, but like you like be ready with that plan B is all I'm saying. They start to fall and she's like, idea. When, like, what happened to the knife you had? She left it down there. He has it. Well, he needs it. Well, yeah, I know. He needs it. He's making a weapon. Yeah, fuck yeah. Get him. In the eye. This William Shatner mask. Get him. Yeah. What you a like spacious it? closet. You like it? Get the knife. Now really give it to him. That's now, see, fucking right. Now it's me. I got it. Mm. Do you, you don't like it? There we go. What that's, about that? That's one. Pin your ass to the wall. <laughs> I can relax because now he's totally it's not dead. Over yeah, like be a hundred percent. Double tap. Come on. Movie. Double tap. Go berserk. Yeah. There's no thrilling music playing. It's fine. It would never come back. He's, see, there he is. Hey, you you've been through this. You saw how this happened. Now you put that to his neck. Kick him in the nuts. Yeah. Put him in the neck. Fucking yeah. slash it across. Couple times. She's just a teenage babysitter. She wouldn't think about something so grisly, but... Yeah, but you need to make sure that job is finished. Of Don't throw would. the goddamn knife at... She did. Yeah, that was wrong. He needs it. Well, at least throw the bed on him. Come on. <laughs> he no, needs but the, it. The, the most wrong it's thing like, was yeah, throwing like the knife on It's like, okay, you're not a killer. Break his bones. Yeah. If nothing else, throw the mattress on oh. him. Now turn your back to him. It's the most important that your back is always to the... Now maybe turn because around. Because there is a murder guy. Turn around. <laughs> turn around and look at him. Look at him. Turn around and look at him. You know he's getting up. Of course. Just turn around and look at him. It's extra scary, though. Oh. That's fucking creepy. That. And it's not scary. It's annoying. <laughs> it's scary. There hadn't been movies like this. It was scary as fuck back then. I see you kids are running. Should I... Oh, bye. Is there... Is your dad beating you? Like, what? <laughs> is the murder guy I'm, ch I'm chasing in there? He's got a gun in the house of her. He's got a gun. I know he's gonna come, like, show up, but, like... He would never. Oh, what? man. Are we really gonna make him the hero guy? Turn She's already killed him as many times as possible. She's killed him more. It's just he has a gun. Writer-director Nick Castle. Bye. Now maybe he'll double tap. Yeah, seriously. Yep. There we go. Triple tap. Quadruple tap. Down some more. <laughs> right. I'm gonna go stake you no. to the yard. 
<laughs> Go get a sledgehammer. I know. Pull your car on top of him. Like, <laughs> oh like, that would be awesome. And rev. <laughs> sledgehammer those knees. Yep. He'll never be able to chase anyone. It again. was the boogeyman, though. He's gonna be like, in fact, it was. Yeah. Sell it. Yes. <laughs> in my impression, my professional. Uh, he's gone. He was shot six times. He got a fucking knife to the knife to the whatever. What? He got a sewing needle and a fucking thing in the eye. A hanger. And he's gone. Not any blood trails. He's Superman or and Halloween. Oh, he should have done a better job. He knew. He knew. He knew he, he was know. pure dev. I mean, <laughs> he double tapped, triple tapped. <laughs> so four or five. She, he shot him five times. Six, I think, because he shot him one, one first time. Yeah, but... I like this, how it shows all the rooms where things have happened. It's kind of neat. <laughs> I like it. I like movies. And breathing. And we'll see you all in Halloween 2. And three, which Not has nothing a money to do grab. with one or two, which is great. Season of the Witch is fucking brilliant. It's about brainwashing kids. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Mike Myers, and then he comes back and whatever, four. That's it. You made it through. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, you just scared me. Yeah, serious. Full it, wide open eye it turn. like... Kids getting Season brainwashed by witch. a commercial. Yeah, it goes happy, happy Halloween. Yes. Halloween. Okay, I have seen that one. Absolutely. Michael I H. Saw 23. That, that me and Michael my H. Sister, H. Me and my sister watched that one, and we weren't supposed to, but my sister was was babysitting, and my parents were out. I like that. And we watched that one. Stunt by Jim Woodburn. Windburn. I'm Jack the Wolf. <laughs> hey, kids. <laughs> Something this Halloween is coming. Now, what does he say? Because, yeah, they're brainwashing to becoming murderers. It's almost time, kids. The clock is ticking. In front of your TV sets. I own this on iTunes. I paid the dollar twenty-nine. <laughs> that means we can use it. Fair use. Halloween. You're like, you guys left the 70s when you were like playing parts of <laughs> Halloween 3, which came out in 1982. The Bowling I Green have to Film Harmonic Orchestra. Podcast, uh, I love Mission yeah, Log. I don't yeah, I don't. Yeah, what the fuck? They reviewed. Um, where, was, where was Don't Fear the Reaper? An episode of DS9. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was in the car. I love it when they're doing Don't was Fear the Reaper. I do not remember that. The second that. one, yeah. Maybe it wasn't Maybe in the Blu-ray because they didn't get the rights. It's one of those things. When usually, oh, the yeah. last time the Blu-ray was when they had the rights and the Laserdisc, you can hear it loud. Really? Yeah. This is yeah don't fear. That's and really the director's talking about how much she loves Don't Fear the car. Reaper. Yeah, I remember wanting to say something about it, too. Um, we'll see you all in the wrap-up. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, everybody. Bye.